Dads. Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm your co-host, Joe Lopez. And I'm Jared Schmansky. Jared, how are you? How was football today? You know, football was awful today, just like football is awful every other day. Um, I don't know why I'm still a Lions fan. I think that's blatantly apparent that I should not be, and I shouldn't have been for a long time. And Katie is not a Lions fan and never really watched the Lions growing up. She actually didn't mm-hmm. like professional football until we moved to Kansas City. So she likes the Chiefs, which is good for her because they won the Super Bowl. And like, I like the Chiefs too, but I, it's so hard right. because I grew up rooting for the Lions. I've always been a Lions fan. I don't know if I could just turn around and be like, yeah, that's it. I'm not going to be a fan anymore because even if I tried, I would still find myself like even we moved to Kansas City and they were really good when we lived there and I could watch all their games on TV and I still would look for like streams of Lions games, even if I couldn't watch it on TV for no reason. <laughs> they lost. They were terrible that year. I I don't know. I don't know why I keep doing this to myself. You know, I think it's a Detroit thing because like everybody. Well, I Michigan thing. I mean, yeah. it seems like people here in Michigan, you know, you, like they love the wings, they love the tigers and they love the lions and just every year just get beat down. Just so much sadness in one one city. And even I mean normally the wings are like good, but recently it's just been the tigers are the worst, the wings are the worst and the lions are the worst and I just can't this is depressing here. It's just depressing sports, you know. Right. What about the pistons? Does anybody care about the pistons anymore? I don't think so. I they were they were also not very good this year. They made the playoffs last mm. year, um, which was huge. They were like the first uh, Detroit team to make the playoffs in like five years, um, <laughs> and then they got swept in the first round by the by Milwaukee. So it wasn't even it wasn't even close. It wasn't even yeah. close. Rough. So, so it's that's bad. Rough. it's bad. It's rough times here in Detroit. I'm gonna be honest. So. It's a uh, sports. The sports ball has not been good, but on the bright side, I watched Hamilton this morning and it was amazing. Oh God. That's now this is something I can relate to. See, I knew we, I knew we'd bring it back to that. I don't like musicals all that much. Right. I, so mm-hmm. my two experiences with musicals really, um, besides like high school musicals and stuff like that, that, uh, I went and saw because it was high school and that's what you did. Um, mm-hmm. I, my mom took took us to see Wicked uh at, okay. uh at Miller Auditorium at at school. Um mm-hmm. so my mom took us there to see to see Wicked when I was like a junior in high school and I liked that a lot cuz that was a lot of fun. It's a big powerful one, you know, lots of singing yeah. and lots of like powerful music and stuff like that. That was a lot of fun. That was a really good musical. And then when I was like a sophomore in college, I went and saw West Side Story with a with a friend mm. when I was in Denver. Um, and it was a, it was just a bad, um, rendition of it, I guess is the best way to say it. Right. It just wasn't done very well. And then I also didn't like the musical at all. Like it, I, it just didn't, nothing resonated with me. It wasn't that great. Um, Mm -hmm. so I was like, those are the only two real musicals I've ever seen. Um, right. It's just not my, not my thing. So I, I went into it and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like it all that much, but like it was on TV and, um, but we were trying to get Ben to sleep. So we were just, it was just watching it while trying to soothe him. Right. So, um, then I got really into it because it's mm-hmm. awesome. And, but we had to watch it with subtitles on. I think if we hadn't watched yeah. it with subtitles on, I think we wouldn't have, we would have missed the whole thing. It wouldn't have been as good. I think my favorite 
person was George Washington. I think the guy who played George Washington did, did an amazing job. So that was really cool. Yeah. His name's Christopher Jackson. He kills it. He also does the uh, singing voice of Moana's dad. So, funny story, I googled him right um, after we finished uh, um, Hamilton. I googled him. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. wait, he has a credit in Moana. I found that, which is awesome. And then we turned on Moana because we were already on Disney Plus. So we like <laughs> backed out and we're like, oh, Moana's right there. Let's just turn on. So then we watched Moana right before. And that was a happier time before the dark days of football. So I think yeah, maybe yeah, I'm you- just going to be a musical guy from here on out. Not all musicals are as great as Hamilton, <laughs> but... you could just watch right you could just watch hamilton for forever and it's great i uh i loved it i think it's amazing i think that the way they did it was really good um i i prefer that they did this stage recording rather than try to do like a movie you know yeah i agree Um, i thought they did a really good job too of making it a mix of both right where it's not just a a one static camera capturing the whole screen because that would have been a little impersonal um right they still had like rotating camera angles they had zoom it zoom in shots they had you know Mm -hmm. theatrical you know rolling shots and things like that i thought that was really good because i've watched renditions of of things on like plays in high school we had to watch like I don't know, Macbeth or whatever it was, be recorded. Right. And they just put one camera up and they're like, hey, look, you're a part of the audience. And it loses everything because you're not there. The music's yeah. not great. You know, you're not feeling it. And then um, versus, you know, West Side Story, which got turned into a movie. And I, again, I, I just don't like West Side Story. That might be the, the central of this. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't love it either. But uh, I like I don't think the Hamilton would have been the same without seeing those costumes and seeing mm-hmm. that stage. And like, it was just, it was an experience and I watched it the night it came out. My mom came over and watched it with us. Um, and then the next morning we watched it again. And then my mom texted me and said that she watched it again <laughs> as well. That's It's awesome. so good. It is it's really like, good. So it good. is really, really good. I like, it's not often songs give me goosebumps, but there were like two or three songs in there where, and, and I was generally, so it also helped. I had no idea about Alexander Hamilton beforehand. Um, I yeah. must have just missed that chapter in U S history. Um, <laughs> I think most people did. Right. So like, even at the end, uh, spoiler alert here, if you haven't seen it, I'm going to spoil the ending for you. So just, you know, either don't listen to this and, and also don't read 10th grade U S history textbooks. Um, when, when he gets killed, right. Uh, when he dies in Mm -hmm. the duel, I had no idea. So I was standing in front of the TV trying to calm Ben and just glued to the TV because I just had no idea what was going to happen next. I was like, Oh my gosh, he's going to duel Aaron Burr. Like, is this the end? Is there, Mm -hmm. is there anything else? Crazy. It's, it's pretty great. I, uh, absolutely loved it. Glad you watched it. Uh, hope you continue to listen to it because it's, it's really great. It is good. The music's um, really good. I I was yeah. And I know everyone says that, but for me, I can't uh, I can't listen to music without placing it right. So my mom mm-hmm. used to listen to the Wicked soundtrack before I ever saw it. She would just play it on her iHome or whatever back when we were in high school and iHomes were all the rage. Uh, right. She'd be like cleaning the house and have the Wicked soundtrack on in the house. And it just did nothing for me. I was like, yeah, it's just people singing, right? It's whatever. Mm-hmm. Then we saw the play, and then it 
you know, it resonated with me. I was like, oh yeah, it's that right. part of the musical, like a really powerful part of the story when um, she sings and, you know, this, that happens, things like that. So uh, much easier now, I think it'll be much easier now to listen to the music because um, before I tried to turn it on because everyone's like, hey, this soundtrack's amazing, even if you don't want, even if mm-hmm. you don't watch the play. Um, and I think it'll resonate much better now than it, than it would before. Oh, definitely. And uh, what was I going to say? Oh, this is, I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion or a a normal opinion, but like Lin-Manuel Miranda Mm. is an amazing writer, you know, uh, script writer, music writer overall, but I don't think he's that amazing of a singer. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. I watching the, the musical Katie goes, wow, I like his voice. And I was like, yeah, it, mm-hmm. it works, right? But when you yeah. put it up against four other Broadway singers that are, like, because yeah. it's him surrounded by, like, four or five Broadway singers all the time, you know, during mm-hmm. the whole musical. And he would sing, and then, like, George Washington would sing. And I'd be like, wow, that's he is so much better. Not that Lin-Manuel Miranda isn't amazing in his own right. And, I mean, the fact that right. he was on Broadway for like five years. The number one show on Broadway for like five years straight is amazing. But mm-hmm. I I wasn't, I wasn't blown away. Like I was with the other uh, actors on the stage. Yeah. I, yeah. Leslie Odom jr. Who plays Aaron Burr just like knocks it out of the park. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So what do you guys do for dinner tonight? Oh, tonight. What are we doing for dinner tonight? Actually. So I don't, I will probably just snack for dinner. Um, but I made a really big lunch, which was cool. Um, so I had a great morning before the Lions played, and I want everyone to know how great of a day I was having. Um, so <laughs> let me just lay this out. So not, I, we woke up and watched Hamilton, which was great, followed up with Moana, which was great. Then I went and mowed the lawn, which I, I enjoy doing. Very dad of me. I mm-hmm. like mowing the lawn. So I went out I and I mowed, I mowed the lawn. And then the Lions kicked off about one. And I was like, okay, I'm in a good mood. You know, I had a feeling the Lions weren't going to win. So I was like, okay, no big deal. Lions aren't going to win. I'm just going to relax, have the fo- have football on, and I'll probably turn it off later. But I had bought brats. So I made beer brats. So what I did is I took like um, I took like a big pot and I poured like four PBRs in the, in the pot. And I cut up a whole onion and I put the onion in there and then I boiled the beer with the onion um or i brought it to a boil then i put the brats in and i put in just salt pepper and garlic powder and quite a bit of it and then let that boil for like 10 to 12 minutes mm-hmm. and then i took the brats out and i just put them on the skillet and like fried them a little bit for like three to four minutes aside um yeah and it was it was fantastic it came out and then you put the onions that you cook in the beer on top of the brats and whoo they were amazing. That sounds great. And that sounds so good. I've never, never done brats actually in the beer. Really? Um, I've, yeah, I've only ever like thrown them on a grill or a skillet or something like that. I should, I should give it a go. It's my, it's my favorite way. And I know it's not everybody's cup of tea because like you have to smell beer and onions, right? You have to kind of like <laughs> the smell of beer and onions. That's, that's just, it is what it is. Uh, and, and when they were cooking, I looked at Katie, I was like, oh man, I love this smell. And she looked at me, she goes, I hate this smell. I was like, well, <laughs> you're not the one eating them. So, uh, right. Exactly. But they're, they're, they're really good. Uh, especially with the gar with the garlic on top. 
These ones might mm-hmm. be a little bit different too because they uh, they're like Bell's branded, so they said they were made with beer. So I mm. like brats made with beer, cooked in beer. So I was uh, I was doubling down. We'll see. Interesting. You know, I don't I don't love brats. Yeah, they're not my favorite. Um, I'm starting to, but uh, it's also I don't I don't like sausage at all, like breakfast sausage. I get that. I get that. I prefer and, bacon and, definitely. Yeah, and they brats and and sausage have a similar flavor, and I think mm-hmm. it's the uh, sage that's in there, and just like the over peppered, and, and and I don't know, but um, I've recently come to have we actually have a local meat shop and they have jalapeno cheddar brats that are really really Ooh. great so what is your um, favorite thing to, to cook oh boy that's a that's a hard question i know it's loaded uh i love to cook cooking is one of my favorite things i think there's just something something special about like doing that prep work and doing all the cooking and you know really just getting something on the table that's actually like delicious and fun Mm -hmm. to eat my favorite thing to cook i cooked for my cousin jordan and josh i made steak tacos and so what i did was i took a a skirt steak which are really hard to find sometimes took a skirt steak and marinated it in you know like uh lime juice and some salsa and garlic and onion and salt and let it marinate for about six hours. Um, and then I also wow. cut up potatoes. Growing up, we used to have um, steak and potatoes and like my aunts or uncles would make tortillas and we just kind of put it all in a tortilla and like cover it in ketchup. It was like just basically like fried potatoes, steak and a tortilla. So I was like, well, I want to do that, but I want to make it a little bit more fancy. Sure. So, so I made the potatoes, got those like really nice and fried and crispy. I did the steak and, you know, cut it really thin and it was like cooked like a good medium, how I like it cooked if I'm eating steak. Did you grill it? And, uh, no, I, I cooked it on a cast iron. Oh, that's, I think that's the best way to cook meat. The only problem is for me, uh, the last time I like smoke out the house, like when you're trying to cook steak Mm -hmm. on a cast iron, I just smoke out the house. So it's yeah. delicious and amazing, but you have to like send everybody outside for like 10 minutes while you're, while you're trying to do it. Exactly. So that's like, uh, you know, w- once I was all done, but again, the prep work and like cooking's great, but like if you're cooking, it can take like a meal. I feel like we'll sometimes take an hour, hour and a half mm-hmm. to cook. Cause you gotta get everything ready and then do the cooking and then do the, you know, any sort of after work. So like with the steak, you got to cut up this giant, two giant skirt steaks up into pieces so that everybody has it and then get everything out in dishes. That's probably one of my favorite things I've cooked, but I don't cook it often. One thing that we do cook pretty often that I do like is, uh, is it's just cauliflower tacos. Um, so we take cauliflower and this is actually a recipe from Bon Appetit. I'm sorry, um, before you go on, I just want to point out it's it's nice that both of your favorite meals that you make are tacos. Joe Lopez. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> how how very that, traditional of you. Right, right, right. How very Mexican of me. Uh not but not uh uh typical Mexican taco. You know, not just like Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It's it's got your own flavor right. on it. Uh so these cauliflower tacos are are a whole head of cauliflower cut up, which Cutting cauliflower sucks. 
so much. I agree. I just I just did it yesterday. Actually, we went to the store and got a head of cauliflower, and out and um, you have to like take the center out right and try and peel it off. Oh the, my god, it's the worst. It's the worst. It's awful and it makes a mess and like little pieces of florets just get everywhere. I hate it. So whenever Kayla asks for these tacos, I'm just like, fine. It's gonna be an ordeal. Yeah. But you feel the same way right. about broccoli, right? They're the same same uh, general concept. Yeah, but you uh you mix oil with um some smoked paprika and cumin i think it's cumin and you basically just get these cauliflowers coated in that and let them roast for almost 45 minutes yeah and then from there you make a a sauce and the sauce actually calls for cashew butter so we make a cashew butter yep and then we put lime juice in that and some jalapenos and a little bit of salt and trying to think there's something else in there maybe some more like cumin or some sort of chili powder and it just makes this like crema that goes on top of these tacos that's really good you know then there's the usual accoutrement accoutrement fancy you know oh you fancy (laughs) oh you fancy yeah so like if you got some pickled onions throw some pickled onions on there Mm -hmm. or some you know cilantro we usually always have cilantro put some cilantro on there but i like i just like cooking new things all the time like i'll find a recipe and and try cooking it um see that's my i would say that's my problem um i like cooking i'm Mm -hmm. not great at cooking i am very italian so my first instinct is always hey what kind of pasta can i make um and katie gets so mad at me because it'll be like hey can you make dinner on like thursday night i'll be like yeah no problem uh especially now that i've been home for three months four months it'll be she'll be like hey can you make dinner i'm like yeah no problem what kind of pasta do you want she goes can you make anything other than pasta (laughs) so my my big problem is i'm just not creating like I don't have a big drive to go out and find recipes unless something hits me. So like we were talking last time we throw a Super Bowl party every year, right? My favorite Mm -hmm. thing is to find different things to cook for the Super Bowl party. So, you know, like every year I fry up wings, I take wings and I'll like last year I air fried the year before I deep fried and I'll find like a good wing recipe and I'll make like these, these great wings. And I love doing that. Um, or like sides, mm-hmm. jalapeno poppers, things like that. I love doing doing that. But like on an everyday basis, going out and just finding like like cauliflower tacos. I don't know. I never would have come up with in my head like, hey, let me go make cauliflower tacos. I'm just not creative enough with my cooking. Yeah, it's I mean, it's hard, especially during the week mm-hmm. to like, you know, because we work till five o'clock. Then I have an hour drive, so I don't even yeah. get home till six, six thirty. So if I want to cook, it's not anything, you know. Yeah, it can't be can't be long, Super, right? Yeah, the weekends are my days for like intense cooking, but even then it's like I don't want to do anything. Let's order a pizza. Yeah. Which is what happened tonight. <laughs> um <laughs> I feel that. But uh but yeah, like uh I I had a, a resolution for 2020 and I might roll it over to 2021 um where I cook something new every week. I cook one new thing a week. Oh, that's really and, good. And uh yeah, and I think I'm going to try to try to stick with that, you know, whether it's through a cookbook or I if I'm watching YouTube, it's usually cooking videos. There's a couple okay. like YouTube cooks that I watch and um, oh, so a lot of YouTube their recipes. Re- your YouTube recommendations just basically feed you uh, like recipes, yeah. Then, huh? Yeah, definitely. So, you know, there's a couple things like there's a guy, his name's Brad Leone, who works for Bon Appetit magazine. I, I got hooked on him and he did like fermentation. So I was like, oh man, that makes me want to make kombucha. So I started making mm-hmm. kombucha. 
And then, you know, he just made me want to do other stuff. That's pretty cool. There's a video. Yeah, there's a video where he made um, fish tacos. Uh, he just took a yeah. white fish, basically gave it a cornmeal dredge and fried that up. And, you know, made, again, all the accoutrement, all the other stuff to it. And sure, sure. the guy that, and, and I had, Kayla was like, that looks really good. And I don't like fish, but I was like, I'll cook it for you and I'll try it. Um, this was a few years ago and, and it was great, you know, mm -hmm. it worked out and it was really good, but he had a guy on there named Maddie Matheson who has a couple cookbooks and Maddie Matheson also has YouTube videos and like was on vice and a bunch of other channels. So then I started watching Maddie Matheson's cooking videos. Nice. And okay. it kind of just spiraled to like five or six different YouTube cooks that I'll watch and you know, something looks good and I'm like, Oh yeah, that looks great. Let's give it a whirl. Let's get the stuff and make it this weekend. Yeah, that's awesome. I uh so we you know, we were talking before the podcast recording started about cable packages and stuff like that. Um so even when we just restructured our cable package, we made sure that we had the food network because that's like mm. Katie's mm -hmm. the her go-to. She'll turn on the TV and her first thing she does is uh go to the food network. The second thing yeah. she does is to check if it, if Harry Potter's on. But the first thing she does <laughs> is goes to Food Network and turns Food Network on. Um, and that's we watched like a ton of it, and it was funny. The week the week we brought Ben home, I I figured out Food Network Food Network's like programming schedule because mm -hmm. one day they'll just show a full day of Chopped before they get to their regular right. like scheduled uh, whatever they're going to show on a Tuesday night. Then the next day, daytime television's all just guys grocery games. Then the next day it's chopped, <laughs> and then the next day it's all guys grocery games. I think I've seen every single episode of both Chopped and Triple G because it's just that's all that was on our TV for like the first week that Ben was here. So um That's funny. But my my problem is is the execution part. So like I'll see um uh like Bobby Flay will make something. I'll be like, wow, that looks really good. I, I would love to make that. Yeah. That looks awesome. Um but they don't it's different, right? When you're watching YouTube, you're kind of already close to your computer you can grab a recipe save it to your desktop things like that it's yep. i don't know why it's just that extra step of like hey i saw a recipe let me go save it on my phone and i can make it later it's like hey that looks mm -hmm. good and then i'll move on and then i'll completely forget about it the next time i'm trying to think of something to to cook i love food yeah. we love food in this house and you know things are centered around food and you know i'd much rather buy kayla or, you know, anybody, I'd much rather go out to a restaurant or take them food as a gift than like a normal gift. And I will see a video and it will just stick in my head until I make whatever it is. You know, it's like whether Maddie Matheson, for example, I don't love pasta. Sure. Um, but he had an episode of his show where he made chorizo lasagna. Ooh, so he made lasagna with, yeah, with chorizo meat and the tomato sauce was more of a Mexican style. Here, I, I have a flavor. I have a preference. <laughs> Man, Joe, you're just living it up. You're just, I see your Southwestern yeah. cooking style. All right. I'll just give it to you. Yeah. So, uh, so we uh, we made that and it was it was good. Uh, it wasn't my favorite thing I've cooked, but it was good. So it's just like random things here or mm -hmm. there. And uh, it's just interesting to try new things. The the only downside is when you get something that like you don't have any of the items for. So you have to go shopping for everything. Yeah. You know, see, that's, that's, that's that, a pain. That's the other step, too, is like you see something you like. You're like, hey, I want to make that this week. And then it has to make it mm -hmm. onto the grocery list and all the pieces have to make it onto the grocery list. And then you have to wait to, until you're grocery shopping to get it. Um, which it we'll talk about later, especially like with kids is is near impossible. Do you, uh, do you do more of the cooking or no? Katie, Katie, Katie's definitely the cook of the house. 
uh especially the fact my non-creativity kind of transfers over where like if i do get a creative like hit where i'm like man i like the wings right or or brats or these brats i just made most of the time they're things katie won't eat um so right and that's because they're they're meat focused i'll just be honest like I, <laughs> i'm a big fan of, of cooking meat like grilling burgers or or steak or i'm like last night i made a really good steak on the grill i like just it was it was really good um and then today with the brats like that's my that's where my mind goes like hey how can i marinate this or i made a really good what did i make a couple like last month i made a really good pork loin i made a really good pork loin i'm like marinated it my own marinade overnight and it was really good but obviously it's something katie won't won't eat so um for me and it's obviously something we've talked about, but I, Katie does most of the cooking because when she's creative, it's things she'll eat and then I'll eat whatever she makes. Right. It's, it's easier for mm-hmm. me to, to be flexible about that. And then if there's something I want, I'll just make it. Uh, but I do need to get much better about like finding recipes that are more vegetarian friendly and, and finding like creative right. ways to, to make food that we'll both eat. Uh, so mm-hmm. that I can stop just relying on pasta because that's my go-to vegetarian meal. I used to do a lot of the cooking, um, but again, since we've moved here and I work an hour away, mm-hmm. um, Kayla has grown to cooking and has become a better cook. Oh, nice. Um, which is good. I do love cooking, like I said, and when I can, I will. Usually it's on the weekends or if it's something fairly easy at night, but you know, usually Kayla will make something pretty quick you know, after work, before either before I get there or we'll finish it up right when I get home from work. Um, do you guys have a food that you good. eat like a lot during the week? Like, is there like a goat, like a normal food you guys eat? Um, usually we have like chicken breasts mm-hmm. all the time in our freezer. So we'll do some sort of variation on chicken breasts, whether it's like roasted chicken or chicken tacos or, you know, putting chicken over vegetables and roasting it. That's always good because that you just it's marinate or yeah you spice up the vegetables you put raw chicken on there and then you cook it for 40 minutes and everything's done Mm -hmm. so chicken is usually something that we have a lot we always have like mac and cheese in our cabinet or potatoes to make potatoes um some sort of vegetables usually asparagus or brussels sprouts is always in our fridge that's my my lunch is normally like that like uh back when i was going in the office on sundays we would have a ritual where like i would just make like four chicken breasts over over vegetables and then rice on the side um Mm -hmm. and it was it sounds really boring to now that i think about it like hey i'm just having chicken rice and veggies again for every day for lunch but like i kind of like that because it's very easy to rely on like hey i'm getting a really good healthy nutritious meal and i it's easy to make all at once and i don't have to think about it during the week so that was uh that was our big like staple Mm -hmm. food that we would eat or that i would eat i would say pizza is our staple meal that that katie and i eat together (laughs) <laughs> so since you've had ben you know a couple weeks now yeah three, i think what is it almost as of yesterday has anything changed for you cooking wise have you had to change the way or has katie had to change the way you guys cook or you know timing of cooking things like that we've just been really bad at cooking i'll be honest I, like in the last three and i think that's that's normal for like uh mm-hmm. like new parents and stuff like that we've just been so bad about about cooking because uh it's just been so tough finding time and even like we'll make something and then he'll choose that exact time to be hungry and wake up from his nap. And so like, we'll make something and then one of us will have to eat. We'll have to eat while the other is holding the baby. And then you have to swap and, and the other, you know, swallows their food while the baby, while the other one's holding the baby. Like last night mm-hmm. we, uh, 
was that same thing we made like really i made a steak katie made um some extra veggies and we made like a whole meal of like veggies and, and rice and uh then literally everything was made and we put it on plates and then ben woke up and started screaming so we were like well mm. all right uh i ate first and then we switched and katie ate and i took care of ben so it's uh it's been tough the other hard part is uh that we found is going to the grocery store is like a trip now like before we'd mm-hmm. be like oh let me just go up to the grocery store i'm just gonna go grab a couple of things um and we uh we like to shop at trader joe's that's like our main grocery store and as i'm drinking a trader joe's pumpkin beer while we're doing this podcast uh <laughs> so but it's like 30 30 ish minutes away to get up there mm. um so like we had to go grocery shopping yesterday because we have no food mm-hmm. in the house and we were finally like, all right, we made a grocery list. We planned out our meals. We're going to get back on track. Uh, and went, and then we had to take Ben up to Katie's mom's house so we could go to the grocery store real quick and then come back and, and get him to go back, you know, to go home. So it was it was an adventure. So that's been that's been really tough, I think, about is just not just cooking, but having the things in the fridge to cook because going to the grocery store is like impossible. Yeah, definitely. It is. It is rough to do that. Usually um, we can either I mean, we can take Cora in now, but usually it's just like, hey, um, we got to go. Do you want to stay home with the kid and I'll go or vice versa or go after work one day? Mm hmm things like that it's it's definitely a challenge and then you know once ben has moved on to actually eating you know baby food yeah with cora it's like okay now you have to get her in a high chair and feed her her food while you eat your food um but now she's eating you know food food so that changes that changes the way you cook right because Mm -hmm. you're like okay i i can't make things too spicy i need to watch how much spice I'm putting in things now because that's Cora's going to eat it. That's not going to be a problem for me. It'll be a problem for Katie, but it's not <laughs> going to be a problem for me. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I can't put jalapenos in anything that needs to be either made separately or added on on the side. I need mm. to watch like the chili powder, black pepper, you know, that kind of stuff. Red pepper flakes. Yeah. 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 So it's, it definitely just changes your whole idea about, you know, what, what can you cook and how can you cook it to make it, so that the whole family can eat it at that point. Rather than this just leads me way. to my, my next question. Do you think your ancestors are going to be disappointed in you for not feeding your baby jalapenos at this young age? I, I want to. I, <laughs> I want to so bad. <laughs> I like, bet you do. I do. Like, just, let's just see what happens. Because she, she doesn't make a face at lemons or limes. Really? Like, you just give her the lemon or lime. Yeah, and she'll just suck the juice out of it. Like, hmm. she doesn't care. She's a really good eater, though. So she usually will eat anything. Yeah. Um, but her favorite food is blueberries. If you put blueberries on on her tray, like it's done. She won't eat anything else. She wow. will only eat those blueberries, and she will pick out all the blueberries and find them and like <laughs> in a pile of blue strawberries, blackberries, uh, raspberries. She'll only pick out the blueberries and eat them. That's funny. Yeah, it, That's it, funny. It, she loves them. She does. It's wild. And then her face looks like she just ate a human body because yeah. she's just like covered in <laughs> red and purple and. It's ridiculous, but she's uh she's fun to watch eat. She makes a big mess, but uh she's a really good eater. Some babies aren't good eaters, and thankfully she is. She's a she's a thick girl. Ben's already kind of becoming a chonk. I don't know if we told you this, uh, but he got weighed like three days ago. Uh so he's been mm-hmm. alive two and a half weeks and he has gained two pounds already. He was Wow. Yeah. Uh so the doc so 
when we first were at the hospital, he was born seven pounds, 10 ounces. And mm-hmm. then uh, they lose weight like in the first two days. So babies just just general just naturally lose water weight and whatever. They just lose weight. Um, so mm-hmm. they made us go to the doctor the very next day on, on Monday. So he was born on Saturday morning. So we went on Monday um, and he was seven pounds flat. So we had lost like 10 ounces. And then they were we were just getting breastfeeding going and pumping going and just figuring everything out. Right. Mm-hmm. so they made us come in on friday of that week so we went in on monday and then we went in again on friday and he had gained eight ounces from monday to mm. friday and like wow look he's doing really well we only expected like half an ounce a day so like this is really good he's you know ahead of schedule like awesome and then since then he has gained two pounds he is nine pounds now that kid That's crazy is just he's flying he's flying yeah um so we go to the doctor again on on Monday. So we'll see, uh, which I guess is tomorrow morning. Uh, we go back mm-hmm. tomorrow morning. So we'll see if they I, they're just going to be surprised. Obviously, it's not a bad yeah. thing that he's putting on weight, but um, especially because all breast milk. So there, he's just mm-hmm. just being the chunk. That's it. So I'm hoping he's a good. I'm hoping he's going to be a good eater. Um, when you do cook, do you have a like preferred um, way of cooking, like grill, pan? Yes, uh, I like to grill. My favorite, just I think it's the easiest, and it's it for me. You're just outside, and it's nice, and um. So and both my parents always grilled, so it's just something I grew up on, like just grilled food. Uh, so mm-hmm. that that's my favorite thing. I think is just a grill. Um, which was really awesome when we bought the house. I like got a grill a couple of weeks later, and it was life changing. We I think we use it twice or three times a week. We'll we'll grill. Yeah. Um, which is going to suck when it snows. Cause I don't know what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but we use our cast iron skillet a ton too. I think that's the second most used utensil in our house besides a grill because, uh, it's just so easy. Uh, we bought it shoot four years ago or something like that. When we first moved mm-hmm. in together in Kansas city, we bought a cast iron skillet and it doesn't look like a day old and you just, nice it is so easy to cook and it does everything you want it to it'll fry it'll boil it'll like it we just use our cast iron so much so i think uh between those two are the main ones and then i have a frying pan because i uh i make frozen pot stickers a lot because i don't i'm just a trash human that eats trash food um (laughs) so i i have this like uh this frying pan that i use to make those but that's it what about you what's your favorite Oh boy. So, uh I also have cast irons. I have three different cast iron skillets. Ooh. Um that I love. Uh I just recently bought a stainless steel skillet and I love that. Ooh. It's a non-stick or I'm sorry, it's a stick. Um so like we have non-stick pans and this is the first like stainless steel stick pan that i have so it like really sears meat really really well like it really gets a crisp crust is it really hard to clean uh, no actually as long as you like oil the pan or have it buttered really well everything just kind of comes off of it you know (laughs) after you just like give it the old wash you know you hand wash it with soap and water and and everything seems to just any sort of built up you know gunk on the pan just comes right off that's super helpful Um, but yeah but i have a propane skillet so it's about the size of a grill but it's a giant cast iron essentially oh um it's called a next grill uh the other brand is uh blackstone 
Okay. I think it's what it's called. It's just just a propane skillet. Um and I got it in May. And it's great. Like I said, it's just a giant cast iron. So it does meat really great. It does, you know, everything really great. It disperses heat really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want a grill because I was like, eh, grills can be kind of tough to cook on. And if I was going to get a grill, I was just going to throw a cast iron on the grill grate anyway. Sure. Um, so I got it in May. So you and, do like burgers uh, and stuff on that too? Oh yeah. Burgers. We've cooked, uh, chicken fried rice like it's Ooh. big enough where i can cook every element of the chicken fried rice on there and then just mix it all up on the on the skillet wow. um it's like going to your own so uh, I got, own restaurant yeah it's great my sisters came over last weekend and i cooked t- 12 hamburgers and eight hot dogs all at the same time oh wow uh, yeah it was amazing and uh, i got it in may and we used it a couple times and it was great and then there was one time i cooked burgers on it and as I was cleaning it, because you need to clean it like a cast iron, so that's the only downside is it needs like really good maintenance. You gotta oil it and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 So as I was cleaning it, I, I turned the skillet on so that it kind of starts to heat up the surface of everything. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I see an orange glow come from underneath. Oh. And I look down. So I also use my skillet i have a shop on the back side of my garage that has a door that opens up like a garage door that opens up oh right um so i was cooking in my shop but anyway th- i saw this orange glow come from underneath and i looked and my propane tank was on fire holy like, smokes yeah fire was spewing out of the top of the propane tank oh my god um, so yeah so i was like holy shit and i like i stopped for a second and i was like 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 fuck this thing's gonna blow up yeah like your whole house is gone like that's appropriate that's an explosion waiting to happen yeah so fire is just coming out of the top of the propane tank i grab the fabric cover of the the grill griddle yeah and i try to like like suffocate it Mm -hmm. nothing it's just fire still spewing out (sighs) um so i'm like freaking out i'm panicking i grab the the skillet and i wheel it out of the shop into the yard and like the utensils that run are flying everywhere and i was like shit 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 like yeah. freaking out i'm running around my shop trying to figure out what to do and i realize i have a fire extinguisher oh wow sitting in my garage so i go and i grab the fire extinguisher and there's just fire coming out of this propane tank and i <laughs> rip open the box like captain america ripping a log in half and that, that was a really good sight that I just had in my head of you, you on Captain America's body there while your, yeah, house, yeah. while your house is burning down. Exactly. And I'm like, I don't know how to use one of these things. I hope just pulling the pin works. So I pull the pin and I just spray the fire extinguisher on the propane tank. Yep. And it goes, it goes out. Oh, thank God. And like my heart stops racing or no, it's still racing actually. And oh, I'm like yeah. sweating. And I go and I like twist off the propane and I just like stop. And I was like, fuck. I, I almost died. Kayla is in the house with Cora, not realizing what's going on. Like, that's nuts. I, I was like, shit. So I like go inside. I poured a whiskey and I just sat down and I was like, <laughs> we almost, we almost died. And like, on top of that, while in the shop, the propane tank was sitting next to a bucket of just nails. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Of course. Because why wouldn't it be, right? Well, why wouldn't it just be sitting next to a bucket of nails to make, you know, a concussion grenade? Yeah. So, uh, that for everybody out there, check your propane takes. Check your regulators. Make sure everything's on properly. Buy a fire extinguisher. Buy a fire extinguisher. That's my safety note for the week. Good. That's good. Um, That's a good lesson for all of us. I don't know. I think we have a fire. I think we have one under the sink. I should double check though. Yeah. So I. It took me up until I got that in May. It took me until last week. This is September before I cooked on it again. Wow. Yeah. I, I, that would have scared. That would have scared me away from it too. I don't know. I, that would have been really yeah. tough to go back. I went and got a new propane line and a new propane tank mm-hmm. because my propane line was burnt to hell. Yeah. But the regulator on this one is in a better placement. It's screwed on, like felt much more comfortable and tight when it was screwed on. Um, but yeah, so always check your propane tank and your <sighs> propane lines to make sure they are on how they should Ooh. be. Yeah, that's that's terrifying. That is terrifying. Oh yeah. my gosh. I don't know what I would do. I don't know what I would do. I I know. So I had to assemble my grill myself. Like when they just gave it to me in a box, right? And I had to build it. And I had that fear mm-hmm. too of like, hey, am I hooking this upright? Like is the ignite? But I never even, it never crossed my mind what could happen if it wasn't installed correctly. So that is, uh, I can't believe yeah. that happened. That's nuts. But yeah. So, I mean, after reliving that traumatizing experience, but uh, what do you think about doing a listener question? Yeah, let's. Let's hop in and do a listener question, then we'll wrap this bad boy up. All right. So this is a question from Bailey. She asked, what items or baby products can you not live without? Oh, that's a good question. That is. So we've only, obviously, we've only had Ben three weeks. So there, I'm sure our answers will be a little bit different. Um, mm-hmm. And there's one i'm gonna answer it in two parts there's one that we can't live without and there's one that i wish we had gotten beforehand um Mm -hmm. so the one thing we can't live without is there's this little um it's like a rocker uh so it's 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 hard to explain it um visually but it basically is just fabric it's a wooden frame with fabric in the middle Mm -hmm. and then it just gently rocks back and forth right um and that is that is a lifesaver. Uh, it, mm. it is because when he is is at the minute he falls asleep, if I can get him in there, he'll sleep in that for like an hour and a half, two hours, and I can go about my day, and I can you know, and he's just sitting in the living room like near me, so I can keep an eye on him whenever uh, and he's around and things like that. He's not like back in the bedroom in a bassinet or um, in his crib or anything like that. So that is, I think, without that it would be so tough to just find good places for him to nap. Um, right. And then on top of that, the one thing I wish we would have gotten is something called a docketot. Um, and mm. I only know about it cause Katie's like Instagram influencers all have them. And I don't know why we didn't know about it until after he was born. If all of them <laughs> have them, but you know, that's not my area of expertise. Um, but basically what it is, is like, uh, it's like an inflatable boat. And I say that, but it's like a, a like a fabric like boat essentially that you that uh, you put on the bed in the middle of you or wherever, right? And then it can just sit there while you guys are both on the bed, and it'll sleep, and you don't have to worry about him like going anywhere. It's basically like a like a, a portable crib is what it is. Um, mm-hmm. 
And that would have been super nice, not for him to sleep in bed with us, but like for him to nap other places to have something where he could just like, hey, there's this portable crib that we're just we can just have in the living room floor and he can sleep in it while we're out doing other things. Right. Or. uh, Yeah. And especially sometimes he doesn't like sleeping in the rocker. He'd only like sleeping flat on his back. And this Mm. that would work for this. So we've made do by um, we have a really big, fluffy white blanket from Target. And mm-hmm. I don't know how we figured this out, but it like two or three days after he was born, we folded it into like a rectangle and it was really fluffy and really squishy. And we set it on the couch and then we set him in it and it kind of just took him. Right. So like it just supported mm. him, made a little bit of walls around him. And he like he just slept there for hours. We're like, yeah, wow, this is like perfect. So when he can't go to sleep, we just fold up that that white fluffy blanket and set him on top of that. And then he seems to always fall asleep when we put him in that. So those are nice. So those are the two things I would say uh, that we can't live without and wish we had. And they both have to do with getting my child to sleep. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. What about you? Um, For me, I would say. It is probably her her white noise machine. Okay. Um, like I said, I think last week, basically she wakes up at everything. So having that white noise machine to really muffle any noise from outside of her room mm-hmm. was super helpful. And now it's like when whenever she's sleeping at, her grandma's house whenever she's staying the night over there like i turn the noise machine on because it's just too quiet in the house now i get that but uh yeah so we i would saying, say definitely we're saying yesterday you were home alone i don't i don't know what i would do if i was home alone it would be so quiet it, it's so quiet it's it's eerie um so i would say that uh is probably one of the best things that we've we've got and we're like yeah that's an amazing investment um and then a thing that i wish that we had got just to stick as the same cadence as you yeah um we have a like a webcam baby monitor right yep and i hate it i wish i would have just had like the old-fashioned regular baby monitor because it's reliant on my internet working Oh. It's reliant on my phone being able to connect to internet. Like it's it's so reliant on on the internet, and you yeah. know it's just if, actually, if my internet's ever yeah that's a really good my point. Internet's ever out, then we can't use it. You know, and generally I'm just listening to see if she's awake, so I don't really need the video side of it the video mm-hmm. side's great to make sure you know that she is breathing or i can see if her face is covered up or whatever but for the most part i just wish that i had just a regular old-fashioned baby monitor that didn't rely on the internet that's a really good point because actually we bought uh like google nest cameras that to mm-hmm. be baby monitor like we have one for the living room and then uh we're gonna put one in his bedroom so we have a like a, a video of him and things like that and a video camera in his room but that's a really good point i didn't think about uh now my internet is much more reliable than yours so it is less less of an issue uh on the internet side but uh the other part is like what if we have an internet outage you know what if the internet goes down for mm-hmm. a couple of days we just won't have access to that so it's might be a really good idea to to get like an old-fashioned you know just sound one 
um for when we when i don't need a video or don't need a um don't need to like see him i can just listen to see if he's awake or not exactly and it is so much easier to take on like vacations or if you're going to like visit somebody for the day Mm -hmm. you know and you want to put them inside and not be with you right the whole time keep that on keep that on you and listen to it exactly that's that's a really exactly hey i learned something today mark it up i'm gonna buy an old-fashioned baby monitor (laughs) good luck finding one yeah i know i think that they're all internet based now which is crazy man the internet runs our Uh, lives that's what we do well thank you guys so much for listening um i want to thank jake lewis for creating our theme song pappy's tune and uh you can go ahead and email us any questions suggestions comments feedback at bigdadenergypod at gmail.com and if you guys haven't had a chance yet if you could uh make sure you uh, subscribe or follow wherever you're listening to this podcast and uh, leave us a nice review. Uh, it would really help with our with our discoverability of the, of the podcast and it would go a long way. Uh, and if you're not yet, if you could just toss us a follow on or at Big Dad Energy Pod on Twitter and Instagram. So uh, wherever you want to find us, we are we're pushing out more and more content on both those platforms. So if you get a chance, uh, toss us a follow. All right, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Yeah, thanks, guys. Make sure you click your tongs twice before you use them. Dead.